Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Again, 
what I'd like to do is I'd like for us just to stop whatever you're doing. If you're driving, uh, please don't stop. <laughs> but take a moment. Just take this moment right now, and let's just take a deep breath. Breathe in and out through your nose. Just take a deep breath. And exhale through your nose. This is the yoga breath. So just take another deep breath in through your nose. And out through your nose. Allow yourself just to feel the breath. Feel the life of the breath. Feel the ocean of the breath. Because without this breath, you're not breathing. So let's do one more in through your nose. And out through your nose. Let's celebrate the life of breath. Because like I said, this breath is all you have. And when that breath is gone you know what will be going on from there. So anyways, uh, like I said, was speaking about listening to your heart. Eat much said, easier done than said, you know, done. Okay, said, easier said than done. Okay. And, but it is where our world is going to, because we've been such a mental world and we still are. And we're, but many, many people are working on getting out of the mental state and working on the emotions and learning to listen to their heart because the heart is what is going to guide you to the truth of who you really are and what's really best for you. But sometimes when we have so much going on around us, it might not even be our stuff. It could be someone else's completely, but it affects us. And when we get into those states, when there's so much on our plate, so much we're trying to stuff in the box and and move it on, we, we just can't seem to do that because our heart can't, we can't hear our heart. We can't see the truth. We can't hear the truth. And how do you know when you're really listening to, in, to your heart? It's because you feel it. You feel it. The heart is what feels. You feel what's truth. And what is truth is what makes you happy, what makes you feel joy at this moment. What is it? Whatever it is, is making you happy. You're going to feel that in your heart. And we have to learn to be 100, 100% honest with ourselves. We try so hard to make other people happy, be there for other people, but the person that you really need to be there for is yourself. you got to be there for yourself first before you can go and help or do for anyone else because otherwise it, deplete, it depletes you. You could either, your body will be affected by either you'll lose weight too quickly or you'll put on weight. Can't seem to get enough because you're trying, your body's going into protection mode when it's taking on too much of other people's stuff. And that's how you know Two, when you uh, when it's your stuff and when it's not, is by your body. Your body will tell you if you if you're eating a lot and you're not being able to, or drinking a lot, or shopping a lot, whatever it is, you're probably taking on other people's stuff too because it's not enough, not enough. Nothing can fulfill that void, that hole that's inside of you, and it's not always about you not it really isn't that's where it comes into about being 100 percent truthful with yourself 
because we have learned and we've been programmed for so many lifetimes to lie to ourselves, to listen to the media, to listen to the religion, to listen to our parents, listen to teachers, to listen to everybody but ourselves. And that listening is that learning to listen to your heart. What is your heart telling you? What is your heart telling you? We may do a little bit of a meditation and a little bit about listening to your heart. But um, before we do that, um, continue about what is the heart, you know? What what is the heart actually uh, guiding you to do? What is your heart? What does your heart really know? What the heart function in our life is about is the heart, as we know, it's about love. It's about love. That's the heart's function. You know, yes, in our body, our physical heart is um, keeping us alive by pumping blood through our body and keeping, you know, keeping us alive. But I'm not talking about the physical heart. I'm talking about the uh, ascended heart, the heart that's behind the heart as a lot of people will say, are the higher higher heart. There's lots of different terms for it. But that is the heart that you feel. You feel when something is right. You feel when something isn't. You feel joy. We feel sadness because it's in our heart. And sometimes we have wounds that's uh, attacked our heart or, or broken our heart or whatever it is. And so before, sometimes... It's not the physical heart. As we all know, you can have a broken heart, but it's not, but your heart, your physical heart is still pumping. It's still doing its functions, but it's the ascended heart, the higher heart that feels broken, that feels the feelings that guide us through our life. And what our heart is really here to do is to guide us is to help it to heal so you can get to be and follow, come your true authentic self. Because the mind, the mind is tricky. The mind loves games. The mind is a master of games. And if you think that you're going to outsmart the uh, the mind, you better think again. Because the mind will come up with all kinds of things to show you, to to to, to pull one over on you, lie to you. Uh, do all kinds of things to trick you into believing that it's the truth. And the truth is that it's not in the mind. It's all in the heart. And how do you know? It's what you feel, learning to connect with that ascended heart to what it's feeling at this time. And sometimes the heart doesn't always just feel joy. It feels the sadness. It feels the pain. It feels the wounds. It feels blocked. It feels like it, it doesn't feel anything. And the the reason for that is because we have built walls around it to protect it. And that's part of the body's function, once again, is to protect it, to protect you, okay, from lots of these outside things that's happening in our world around us. And so you can't can't blame the body. You know, we got to stop abusing the body. Honestly, the body is just doing what it's supposed to do. And it, but it's the mind that's telling you to uh, that you're not enough, that your uh, uh, the heart's not enough, that not to listen to the heart. It's telling you that all these crazy uh, chatter that's going on that guides you to what drink, smoke, eat, gamble, shop, um, oh even over excessive fitness. 
and over excessive in health, whatever it is, it's going to give you these false uh, illusions. And uh, that's what's controlling your life. It's not your heart. So when you decide, when you make a decision to start listening to your heart, there's going to be some steps. You know, there's going to be some steps. There's going to be one. The first thing you've got to do is make a commitment. And that's a commitment to yourself, not to anyone else, not to anything else, but a commitment to yourself. You've got to really, truly desire it within your heart that you're wanting to uncover and let it shine through this world. Let it guide you. Let it be your guiding light, not the, not the mind. And so that's the first step that you have to take is to make that commitment for yourself. Make that commitment. No one else. Sometimes when you do make this commitment and you really, truly, truly, and your heart will know, you cannot lie to your heart. The mind will lie to you. The mind will say, yeah, I want it. Guess what? If you don't feel it in your heart, guess what? That's not going to be, it's not going to, you're going to fail. You're not going to be able to really, really want this. You're not going to be able to really go after what your desire is that's inside your heart. And the, the beauty of the heart is it won't stop on you. It will not stop. And I'm talking about the ascended heart, not the physical heart. It will not stop trying to get your attention, trying to get you to hear it by your feelings. But you've got to decide to learn to really listen to this heart. And it may bring up things for you. It may bring up things of anger. Because as you, what you're doing is it's like peeling an onion, okay, or opening one door. And then once you get through that door, it may be another door. And you may not even realize that there's all these different things that has stopping your heart from expanding. Because that's what we're here to do in this lifetime now is to expand that ascended heart out within us to guide us to, to be our true authentic self. That is our mission. You want to know what your purpose is? You want to know what you're, you're truly meant to do in this lifetime? What is it? It's learning to expand and become your true authentic self. That's it. And, and get to the joy of you. But there's so many lifetimes. There's so many things that's going on. And every single person on this planet is doing it. They are all working on the same mission. And that is to get out of, the mental and into the ascended heart and to learn to follow what the guidance of your heart is really about. So if you're searching for your mission and your purpose, what are you here for? That's it. That is it. Believe it or not, that's it. You think, well, you know, it can't be that simple. It is simple. But is it easy? No, it's not. <laughs> no, because you've got to uncover. You've got to peel back those layers. You've got to open those doors. You can't just open one door. And once you open a door, um, you know, a lot of times when I was going through it, I wanted to go through, I wanted to continue. I, I wanted to continue on this journey and I get to one level and I, then it was joy. I felt the joy and the bliss and all of this, but I knew that there was more. I still knew that there was more. And is there still more for me? Absolutely. And so I would say, okay, I want to go. I want to continue on, continue. And I would even see this, get this visualization of walking. You know, I could see myself uh, in the vision walking, walking. I do a lot of walking in the physical world too, but, and I would get to like, let's just call it a gate. I would get to the gate 
And I would hear, okay, I want to go through this gate. And I would hear, I would literally hear gates of hell. It would be the gates of hell. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I want the gates of heaven, not the gates of hell. <laughs> but for me to get through, I had to go through that gate. I had to walk through that gate. And was it hell? Yeah, it was. Lots of things that went on that I would have to go through in my life. But I got through it. I got through it. And each gate, each door I walked through, the more joy. It got easier. It would get easier and easier. Some gates would last for five minutes. Some gates would last for a week, a month. When I first started, they would last months, <laughs> months, sometimes a year. But it seemed like a lot longer journey, okay? But then now they get to be easier. I can walk through it. I'll feel it. And that's what you do is you feel it. you got to feel it. You can't be afraid to feel. If you are afraid to feel, you're not going to get there. You've got to feel it. But the thing is, is don't stop, feel it, then shake it off and move on. Keep walking, keep walking. Don't just get stuck. Keep walking, keep walking. No matter what it takes, it could be if you got to talk to somebody, if you got to go somewhere, if you got to go out in nature, if you got to be alone, don't stop. Find what works for you. Because it doesn't, whatever, there's so many tools out there to help you to uncover all of these things so you can learn to listen to your heart, so you can learn to follow your heart. Because you cannot follow something if you can't see it or hear it. It's just like a map, you know, you're going on a road trip. And now we most people don't use maps, but we do, we use the GPS, we use our phones to tell us which direction to go. We know where we're going. We know where we want to go, okay? Your soul knows where you want to go. Your soul knows. And I, I excuse me for just my moment. This is a, a muscle dog show because um, I do have a little dog, and he hears things, and uh, he uh, may bark. So um, don't don't be surprised if you hear a puppy barking in the background. Anyways, or any other kind of noises. But anyways, as you walk through these gates, You've got to continue to just keep walking. You've got to make that decision that I can get up. I can get up. And it's going to throw things at you. Let me tell you, because you know what? The darkness, these gates of hell don't want you to succeed. And where are you going? Your soul knows. Like I was saying, the GPS, your phone, you, you, you set the destination of where you want to go. You, here I am. I'm at this address. And I want to go to this address. Okay? So your GP, you plug it all in. And your soul does the same thing, okay? I want to be enlightened. Okay, well, one, we're going to get into it. we gotta, we got to find a definition of enlightenment, okay? Um, what that really, really means. Because you think you're there, <laughs> and you will, you will get there. But there's always more, okay? There's always another level. There's always another door to go through. That's what our journey is about. But that's what we do is we plug it in. We want to go here. Okay, we want this. We want this dream to come true, and all the doors will open, open. But for you to have it, guess what you got to go through? you got to go through the gates of hell. If there's anything inside you that has not prepared itself to receive what you've asked for, received the destination that you're going for, there's going to be things thrown at you. 
thrown at you by the bucket loads. Throw every stuff. I'll tell you what, the darkness doesn't hold anything back. And the higher you go, the more it throws at you. And let me tell you, I have seen things that make will make people shiver. Okay? It makes me, it, it brings goosebumps to my body at times. But I continue on. I continue on. Because why? Because that's the journey of my soul. My soul wants to continue on. Sometimes do I get tired? Absolutely. Like I said, I see a vision of me walking, walking. And in the physical world, what I do as well as I take care of puppies. I doggy walk. I doggy sit. So I do a lot of walking. And uh, it gets me outside. It keeps, I, I surround myself with these amazing little animals that are, my gosh, they're, they're just a blessing. And they're the icing, the sweetness of life. And uh, I get to go out in nature. So I do a lot of walking in the physical. And does my soul get tired of walking? Absolutely. Many of you probably feel the same way. You probably feel tired. I am exhausted. Okay? Because you're walking through these different things that are being thrown at you. Thrown at you. And if you if you start getting some different visualizations, visualize yourself. Visualize yourself walking through this. And just keep walking. Don't stop. Keep your eye on, that's where, you've heard that many times, keep your eye on the target. Keep your eye on the target. Well, sometimes, guess what? You know, just the same as when you're driving. You know, you may want to eat. You may see something on the road. You may, you know, you turn your head, you turn this way. Yes, but we got to keep going. We got to stay focused to a point because if you're not, you're going to run into a ditch. You're going to hit something, you know. You may want you may want to listen to something different as you're driving. See yourself doing that. Get some kind of visualization that's going to work for you. Either if it's not walking, it's driving. If it's not driving, sometimes I see my I'll see my soul running, running, running through things, running, jogging, and in the physical world, sometimes that's what I end up doing too. So you've got to find what works for you, but don't, you don't stop. You don't, and you one thing. You know, it's really hard to say, but when we see things ahead of us, we see things, we, we're stuck in that illusion, we're stuck in that darkness, we want to turn around and run back the other way. And sometimes we do. Sometimes we have to. Sometimes our soul is not prepared to take it on. And we can't see the light. We can't see the beauty. We can't see anything because we're, we've got so much things, obstacles in our, in our way. I, uh, one of the things that I started doing too, in my journey as I was walking and there would be something would come up, it would be the obstacle. Okay. Just like an obstacle course. If you're into fitness and you're taking the, doing these obstacle courses, what is it? The, the tough mutter that they have out there now. And, uh, there's a few other ones that you go through these different obstacle courses. Um, uh, it's the same thing. You know where you're starting from. You know where the finish line is. But you got to get through all these obstacles. And so what I started doing is I started doing another, seeing, having another vision. I started seeing cardboard boxes. <laughs> That's what I would see. And I would see them all, you know, I used to. Oh, my gosh. When I was in Colorado and I first started this, I would see boulders. And there was one time I kept seeing this boulder. I could not get through it. Well, you can't get through a boulder. And one time I was driving, and this is in the physical world, and I looked over in my neighborhood. It was like two streets behind, over from me. I saw this huge, I'm talking massive, 
massive boulder that should have been actually in up in the mountains, but it was it was right in someone's front yard in front of their door. They had put this huge boulder in front of their door. Why would somebody in the physical world actually do that in a neighborhood? Because this was in, uh, I don't know if anybody's familiar, but Cherry Creek, which was a very uh, uh, good, very high-end neighborhood, but they had this massive, massive, I don't even think that boulder could fit in my apartment right now, <laughs> but massive boulder right in front of their front door. And I realized when I saw it, I was like, wow, no wonder I cannot get through this boulder because one, what? It was too big. I couldn't. And so I had to have another vision. I had to come to some realization. Well, if you're in a river and you, there's a boulder, what does the water do? What does the water, does the water go through that boulder? No. The water finds a way to go around it, underneath, over it. If the, you know, well, it's going to take a lot of water to go over that kind of that size of boulder. But I had to realize that I was, because I would get that vision of trying to push this boulder out of my way, up a mountain. And here, there was no way. The boulder was, I couldn't budge the boat, this boulder. So that was my obstacle. So I started learning to have visions of finding what does the water do? Well, it flows. It continues to flow. Does it force? No. Even the ocean doesn't force. Now, yeah, we may, if the wind may kick kick up, something's going to do it, get it going. But and that's what creates our waves and our, our storm, not our storms, but our uh, 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 massive waves and things like this, because something else is creating it. Some, there's some kind of other element that's happening that's going to push the ocean to create these two massive waves, okay? So there's it's something else. And so there's something else. See, that's a beautiful vision right there and a thought. Uh, when you're li- trying to listen to your heart and you can't seem to hear it or you can't see your path or see anything, this, there, it's something else. Something else outside of you is, to, is creating the illusions, these obstacles, something outside of yourself, just like the ocean. There's, you know, the, it's the, usually the wind or something happening outside of the ocean because the water knows what to do. It just flows, just like the river. It just flows. But other things that elements outside of itself create different uh, scenarios in its life, the same thing with yours, with your life. But I thought about that with the water, and so I, so that's how I was able to get through a lot of obstacles. Like I said, boulder. I had a huge boulder. This was back in, gosh, what year was that? I'm trying to think. Um, 2008. 2008. That's what it was. It was in 2008. So now we're in 2015. So what? Seven years later. So now what's been going on, and, I, and I've been doing this for a couple of years now, but more and more now as I, especially this year, has been really amazing because what I've been doing is I don't have boulders anymore. Those boulders have turned into cardboard boxes, and some of them are easy, easy. and I'll see a box or something, and it's not a big box. I'm just talking about a small box. I'm not talking about a huge box that covers your refrigerator. I'm talking about a little bitty box that you can pick up and carry to the post office. And I'll see them in my pathway as I'm walking or running in my visions. And these are things in my life, these boxes. And a lot of times now, what do I do? I kick it out of the way. And most of the time, it's empty. 
the box is empty. There's nothing really in there significant that I don't need. In fact, I haven't even seen in my visions one that I've had to bend down and pick up and move. What I've done is I'll kick it out of the way. I'll kick it to the side, kick it to the other side, or I'll even jump over it and kick it to the, behind me. So I get those different visions of what I'm doing in my on my journey, what my soul's doing. So the thing is, the thing is, too, you can do that, too. You can go from boulders pushing up mountains, because I did. I literally would have visions of me uh, um, trying to push a boulder up a mountain. I had visions back in 2003, uh, four where I was hang I was hang I was standing at the edge of a cliff and I literally could feel my angels or somebody push me over the side or I'd be hanging from a cliff by my fingernails and I could feel my angels just stomping on my finger saying, Let go, let go. I would get these visions. So I went from hanging from the side of a cliff to pushing up boulders to now kicking empty cardboard boxes out of my path. Because they, that's and those are the obstacles in my life. They're not. They're nothing. They're nothing. And you can do that too. And as you uncover all these things, as you get past them, as you find a way to get past each obstacle, you get through it and you keep going. And that's our journey. Is to keep. We just keep going. We keep going. You know, until we decide we don't want to go anymore, and then we'll. You know, we don't want to go anymore, then that's, it's all between you and the divine of what happens next. So, and as you uncover each one of these, you uncover parts of that have been blocking you from listening to your heart. And you learn to tune in and you start becoming best friends with your heart. You know, we, yes, we all want different relationships. We all want, but those things are still outside of ourselves. And we have different things in our lives that we love and you learn to feel it. And once you, the more and more you get past some of these obstacles, whether you're pushing up boulders, hanging from a cliff, pushing up boulders or jumping over cardboard boxes, kicking them out of the way, whatever it is for you, you end up feeling the feeling of your heart gets stronger and stronger. And the love that you feel and the joy you feel is really magnificent. It's really magnificent, and it will guide you every step of the way. Now, in the physical world, does that mean that you're going to move or you're going to be walking or a lot or any of these things, whatever it is for you? That's that's part of your journey as to what it, of you deciding what you want. You may have a home that you don't want to leave, that you want to stay there, and but you know. That's all another story, too, because the thing is, is it depends on what your soul is really trying to guide you to do. Because sometimes we might be, you know, that was one of the things in Colorado. For me, I had a home, and my goal was when my children left, moved out and stuff like that, I always wanted them to have that, you know, fairy tale kind of movie where they always come back home. They always had a home. They always had a place to live. They could come home, and they could... They, you know, have these big family gatherings, see all their friends, whatever it is. Or maybe it was a home that they hated and they had to come back to finish some things or to see the truth of it because they were ready then because they had ran from it. It doesn't matter what it was. And that was my life. I wanted to have, I loved my home. I loved it. But that wasn't part of my journey. I had to learn to let go of that as well. I had to learn to say goodbye to it. Was it easy? No. 
some of these things were not easy. I've got tons of stories of how, and the, all those things that that was hanging from a cliff, you know, for me to leave my home and you know my children not being able to have as they got older to have a place to come and my grandkids. You know, I wanted the whole American dream kind of thing of you know the older age and stuff too, but wasn't it? You know, God had another plan. My soul had another plan. And so I had to learn to let go. And that's the thing, too, is as we uncover, as we go through these these gates, the open these doors, peel these layers back, whatever terminology you choose to use, um, it, sometimes it, you literally felt like, because I did, I started out with an onion and peeling back these layers, and it felt, it was painful pulling those layers back. But I had to learn to let go, and now I'm I'm in the gates. I'm going through the gates. I'm I've got the layers off. I'm walking through the different gates because I continue to go fo- forward on my journey. And do I still run into obstacles? Yes, like I said. And but I know what my heart says. I know that my what where my heart is. Does it get wounded as I go through some of these? Yeah. Sometimes I can feel a, a knife stab me. Sometimes I can feel a, a arrow going through me. Or something, but then I just pull it out, wipe it off, do some heart healing, taking some time to do some heart healing if that's what I need to do, so I can get my heart and I can continue on because it's the heart that is our guiding light. It's our ascended heart, not the physical heart. And sometimes when you are expanding and you are learning to listen to your heart and you're peeling back these layers, sometimes you will feel that in your physical body as well. It could feel, you could feel different things as the heart is expanding. I've spoke about this for many years that when I, uh, on some of my old radio shows that you can go back and listen to here because all the archives are there. And uh, some of those old shows are really uh, awesome and amazing and you can really learn a lot from them too, but when um, now I've just lost my thought. But <laughs> anyways, uh, oh, oh, expansion—the expansion of the heart. As you expand the the heart, and like I said, I spoke about this years ago. You will feel that in the physical body, and it could feel—you could feel at times of like you're having a real heart attack. And uh, what I shared with people then, and I will share with you now, if you feel that you need to go to a doctor or an emergency room, please do so. A lot of times they're not going to find anything wrong most of of the time if that's what's going on with you. If you're refusing to open the doors and expand your ascended heart, what will happen too could be is that the physical heart can't take anymore. And it will be, because once the expand, you continue to block the ascended heart from expanding, the the physical heart uh, will start stop functioning properly. So, um, and this is what creates a lot of heart attacks for people because their heart, their their ascended heart is not opening. And so, those are times get to the doctor, get to the get to the hospital. You know, at least get checked out, get your get yourself feeling right. Because sometimes when you are working on ascending, you do fit, not sometimes, most all the time. I'm going to have to say there's lots of different times. It depends on where you're at on your journey. And only you know, your soul knows. You know, a lot of times you'll say, well, I don't know, I don't know. 
many times. You know how many times I told that to myself as I don't know? And then I finally realized, but my soul does. My soul does. So if you're not sure, get, go get some help. You know, you. I do know that wherever you are, it depends on what you're going through, which doors you're going through in your journey, your soul's journey. But um, if you're ascending, you will feel it in your physical body. And uh, like I said, if you feel that the need that you need to see a doctor, be under a doctor's care as you're uh, going through the ascension process, please don't hesitate. Don't hesitate to go and get yourself checked out on the physical world because sometimes the ascension process can be really hard on the physical body. It really it really can be. And it's, sometimes it can be very painful. So uh, it just depends on what, what's going on. So to listening, you know, last week was my very first show in a long time. And what um, we spoke about was about listening. Okay, and that's, I guess that's what, you know, I just now realized this, that um, what this show is about. Because I don't prepare any of my shows, absolutely none. <laughs> I, I book them, and then it's, I don't, until I open my mouth on the radio, I really don't know what the show's about. Um, but the last week the show was about learning to listen, okay? And so this show is about learning to listen to the heart. Also, last week, what we spoke about was the language of love. Because what is the language of love? It is the language of the heart. And when you speak the language of love, not you're going to find that in our world, not 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 everybody yet. One day, many 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 years or so from now, I don't. You know, it just depends on how fast uh, our, our world starts uh, ascending. But um, the language of love, not, you're going to run into that many people do not know how to speak the language of love. And that's because they're not listening to their heart. Their, heart, their ascended heart is not open. And so they don't understand the language of love. And the language of love sometimes isn't about just being googly and goggly about um you know, this love and, you know, like the, the 70s, the 60s and the 70s were the, you know, the hippies were just um, uh, speaking love and sharing love with everyone. It's not what the language of love is. is. The language of love sometimes could, has to be tough love. It has to be um, a language. Uh, it's not just positive words. It is a language that you feel, and you feel it by what? In your heart, your ascended heart. That's where you feel the language of love at. It's not about speaking positive words. Words are in, words. Are words. They can mean something. They can be used as weapons. They could be very damaging to the soul. Um, they could be very uplifting to the soul. But the thing is, words are words. It's what's behind it. It's the feeling and the intention of what, when you speak those words. So if you're speaking the language of love through the heart, you're going to speak more with the feeling. And people will know it. You know, anybody that has, most everybody, whether they're consciously aware of it or not, they are very intuitive and they're very sensitive. And um, 
to energy I'm talking about. And so when you speak the language of love, you're going to speak words that is going to come from the ascended heart. And when you, what you're going to run into sometimes, too, is that the, your family, your friends, people around you, your coworkers, they don't know this language. You know, you, and it's not about positivity. It's about the feeling behind the words that you speak. Okay? That's, it's the feeling. Because I have heard people say, I love you to me. And I've even said to them, those are nothing but empty words because there was no feeling behind it. Okay? So it's not about being positive. So you can, this is where it goes back to where I mentioned earlier in the show about being 100%, 100% truthful with yourself. Not about with anybody else. You don't have to tell other people everything. You can keep things for, to yourself. But being truthful to yourself, you'll know when you're speaking the truth, when you're speaking from the heart. And it's, it's, when you're speaking from the heart, too, sometimes it's not always words that um, are positive. It could be words that are, not. I'm not going to say negative, but words that... Um, how should I? What? How do I share this? How do I filter this? Because what it is is everybody speaks a different language, and I'm not talking English or Spanish or anything like that. I'm talking about of love and not being able to hear the language of love. So you have to the language of love. Sometimes you have to filter things in a, in a, a, a way that will speak to someone that they can hear it, and so the but. How they hear it is because of the the vibrational energy of your the ascended heart of how you're delivering it in the tone and the vibration, and that's how they will able to hear it. And it could be words that you would probably never speak, you know, because I had to learn a new language before, and I spoke about this last week as well. But this language of love is when you're when you really are in tune to it. And it's a beautiful language. It's beautiful, but not not many people out there can actually hear it or speak it. Um, And sometimes, just like you were learning a new language, you may be able to speak some words, but you don't quite hear or understand it when it is spoken back to you. It's the same thing. Like if you were learning to speak Spanish, same thing, very same thing. You know, it's going to take some time. You've got to be patient. And then you may be able to be very fluent in the language of love uh, uh, words and uh, the vibration, but not everybody around, nobody around you does. They don't know what you're speaking about. They don't know what, and then they, what will happen as well, too, is you may find that they don't know if you're real. They don't know if you're just trying to fool them because they don't understand They don't understand. But when it truly comes from your heart, you know it. And that's the only thing that matters is what you know. Because this is your journey. And everybody else is just people that's on that same path. You know, you could be on a path where it's, there's millions of people on it. <laughs> and then you can, I'll tell you, I do, will tell you this, though, as you continue on, for right now at this moment, the higher you go, there, it, there isn't as many, it's not as many people. But when you, as you get onto this this journey, yes, yeah, sometimes you do get a little lonely. I will not lie to you about that. That's for sure. You do want some companionship. And 
until more and more people learn to speak the language love to open their ascended heart that pathway could be not as many you, know, you might run into one or two or three or you know occasionally but the thing is too is you get to a point with yourself that you're okay you may feel it you may feel and that's that's just part of some of the dust bunnies that may be part of some of the um um I call them dust bunnies uh, and or some cobwebs. That's what it. That's in your house, you know. That's oh, you know, something else, another block in your in your pathway that you need to just take a vacuum cleaner, vacuum it up, or or uh, sweep it up. So th- these are different things, and you may find that as you go through these paths, that you that it's very you enjoy yourself. You love yourself. You really enjoy your own company. You really, really enjoy. You will find also, too, that the, uh, some of the other people on their paths, you don't really want to be out there with them. You don't want to um, be out in the world as much. And that's okay, too. That's okay, too. It's your path. It's your journey. And whatever you decide may be fine and you may be wanting to bring other people to go along with you and they may be able to go for a few steps uh a short while and but then they don't know how to do it you know because it's not they're not ready for it that's the same thing with your dreams you know you like i said you 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 have this goal this dream that you want to fulfill and you may get there just like let's just say for Let's use Christmas. I want to use Christmas. That's just what came up. Let's say you're really looking forward to the Christmas vacation or getting together with your family, the holidays and stuff, you know, and really excited about it. But then when you get there, you finally get there, it wasn't what you thought it would be. The vacation or the relationship or whatever it is that what is the Christmas holiday wasn't exactly what you thought it would be. It could be better. And you could be so excited, wow, it was really awesome, and I hope that for you. Or it could be like, wow, you know, a lot of people are like, wow, oh, really, here we go again, you know. <laughs> and you may decide, like, I can't wait to get back, and it wasn't what I wanted. Let's just say a job. You may wanted a job or a home or, or something that you really, really wanted, desperately wanted it. But then when the doors opened and you got it, you weren't ready for it because it wasn't it, it, it it's like wow this isn't what i want it's not the way this isn't how i pictured it to be and the thing was is because you weren't prepared and if you start working on preparing yourself then you will walk through those doors and you'll be ready for each and every one of them each and every one so the thing is when you're as you're opening your heart and preparing yourself, that's the key, preparing yourself. So when that door opens, because it will open. You know how many times I've heard people, and I've spoken about this for many years too, saying, wow, this is everything I wanted, everything right now. But the thing was they weren't ready. They weren't ready. And that's where the door closes and then you go back. That's where people go back on their path. They go back to where they were because they had, they weren't quite ready for it. See, the thing is, is if you are, as you're going on this journey, you're walking this path, driving, going to your destination, let's say if you're going from New York to California, 
you know, you're going to go through a lot of different things on that journey. And you, but you got to be prepared, you know, you got to make sure you stop for gas. You got to stop and have food. You got to stop and have some rest and sleep. Same thing when you're manifesting and working on uh, opening your heart and getting to your life path, whatever it is that you're wanting right now. So you've got to prepare yourself because if not, if if you didn't stop and get gas, would you? How far would you get? You probably wouldn't even get out of the state of New York. You know, if you did, you wouldn't get very far past that. So if you don't stop to sleep, what's going to happen? You're going to run into something. You're going to pass out. You know. So the thing is, is you have to be prepared. You've got to make the preparations because if you don't, and you continue to keep running and running and running, you're gonna you're gonna run into walls. You're not gonna see the light. You're not going to see where you're really meant to be. You're not going to see any of the joy. The joy is, there's not going to be no joy because you're going to gone because you're not ready for it. And that's the thing. So as you go on this day, I want to thank you all for listening and for giving me the honor to be able to share with you some of the things that I have experienced and what I have uh, been through already. And uh, give, helping me to have my voice. And so I really do want to thank you and appreciate everything about you for listening. And just learn to make best friends with your heart. That's your real best friend right there. You know, learn to become best friends with your body. Because your body's going to tell you. Learn to be a master of your own mind. Your mind is your gateway. It's the gateway. Okay, because the mind is where you just make the decision to open up and let someone in. It's part of your heart, too, but you start that the mind will tell you something. And that's where you have to learn to master those. Because one of the things for sure, you're the gatekeeper for all of it. You're the gatekeeper of the mind. You're the gatekeeper of the heart. You're the gatekeeper of your body cherish these learn to not just let everyone in not just let every word in think for yourself take control of your mind be the gatekeeper of of your heart and the gatekeeper of your mind and of your body because your body is your temple okay so cherish it love it and um I look forward to speaking with you again next Friday here at 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. I almost wanted to say mountain, but that was a long time ago. Wow, very long time ago. I've been here in the Eastern Coast for a long time, but I guess uh, I guess back in the mountains in a sense. So uh, take care of yourself and cherish yourself. Peel back those layers and open up the door and allow yourself to be guided to listening to your heart. And let's let's finish up with that song right here. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.